0: Go. Week two of the playoffs. Vision around and wow, what a horrible wild card weekend for me since I went 0 4. It's a new week, I'm trying to get back. My good luck again. You forgot, I went 4 for 4. You won't go that again. <laughs> I will go I again. Mean, he'll go 1 for 4. I'll go 4
1: for
0: 4. <laughs> okay. He may go 0 oh for 4 if he picks the Titans. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Two <laughs> overtime <laughs> games to start the playoffs.
0: I
2: tell you guys, I haven't watched football for a long time, and that was one of the more exciting wildcard weekends yeah. I can remember. And, you know, some of it influenced by the results, but some of it yeah, just by what it was uh, it was an incredible Great set game. of games uh but let's let's focus our energy on what we're looking at ahead of time right now which is right now oh boy divisional playoffs guys this is where it all comes together and you know i think when you look at the situation with the baltimore ravens here uh having this home field advantage is significant okay it's going to mean everything And also, too, I think the Ravens are set up nicely in this situation, being able to pick up the sixth seed in this round. Uh, If you look at the history of AFC teams going to the Super Bowl, almost always that upset that occurs in the wildcard rounds creates the opportunity for them to have sort of a layup game in the first weekend and kind of gets the team fresh and ready for what is sometimes an upset on the other side of the bracket, which then leads to uh, a Super Bowl appearance for that one seed. And it's really being set up. Almost every domino is setting itself up perfectly to be that for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. So let's talk about this game. But uh, I did want to make one other thing, guys, and say before we do that, um, I want to dedicate today's podcast to uh, a young man by the name of Romeo Johnson. Mr. Romeo Johnson is uh, a former student of mine, uh, passed away this week unexpectedly, um, you know, left a young child in the world as well, um, great young man, great person. Um, And thinking about him a lot He was a big Tennessee Titans fan So as much as I want to pull for our our crew here And uh, the support for the Ravens uh, I'm also going to have a little heavy hand For Tennessee Titans as well Um, But let's talk about the game
0: So since we're talking about Tennessee We'll just go right to Tennessee Titans pulling up a big upset in New England Against the Baltimore Ravens Which Which is a huge game Got two of the best running teams in the AFC And the Ravens are gonna have their hands full tackling Derrick Henry. Yeah. Almost like a Madden running back that you wish you could make. But the spread is Baltimore's favored by ten. Totals forty-seven and a half. Mm, I'll just take Baltimore with this. It's just everything is in favor of Baltimore. Um, Baltimore (laughs) overall since two thousand three, they're thirty-three and fourteen after having more rest, and they're fifteen and four after a bye. In general, wow. It's just. It's just set up perfectly for Baltimore, and this is just a layup. Even if Mark Ingham doesn't play, we still have Gus Edwards in the back. Good bus. Yeah. And then Justice Hill as well. It's just, to me, it's just almost a mismatch. And I just don't see Ryan Tannehill doing well against our defense. Because our defense is, a, is a not, it's not a traditional defense like New England. It's, it's something you don't see a lot of. And for that reason, I'm saying Baltimore wins.
1: Uh thirty five twenty one. Mm, I'm going along the lines of Emmanuel. <clears throat> Ryan Tenhill does not do well against the Blitz and if you look up the uh, stats, he's that throw against New England, I admit,
0: it was no. A good throw. Be careful with that. He's six for eight with two touchdowns and he has a pass away on one eighteen point five.
1: Against the Blitz? Yeah. Or no. No, no, no. He, it's against the Blitz. Oh, no. It's against the Blitz. <laughs> be very careful up, with that. I'll pull it up in a second, but I don't think I the stats I saw, Ryan Tenhill does not um do that well against the Blitz. As it was evident in the Patriots game, that pick to um, Harmon, I, I don't know what his name is. I mean, that was just a horrible throw. On just toss it up. Um, I feel like if the Ravens like can establish like their run game, the offense, which has been so dominant throughout the season, that we're going to force the Titans out of running the ball, which yeah. they do a lot. And once they can't run the ball, it's going to be like, our guys against yours. And I'm pretty confident in our guys. So I had the Ravens winning this one, 35-14. Um... I'm also gonna go with Baltimore.
3: Um, I just feel like this Tennessee team, and I, and I know you know you guys can quote me on this, but it it, it, was just, it was such a you know bad loss for us just because of the fact that not not only is like the future in question, but like the team that we lost to was just was not a good team because we like one person beat us. It was Derrick Henry, and I kept saying all week, even even on this even here, that if 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 we're gonna stop Derrick Henry, we're gonna win this game. And what happened? We didn't stop him, and we didn't win the game. Simple as that. Um, Tan Hill does not. Tan Hill didn't scare me before. He Doesn't scare me then. I hope he doesn't scare you guys, cause <laughs> uh uh-uh. I'm going Baltimore here, even though I don't want them to win. I'm gonna say 27 to 13. I got I got Baltimore winning this game.
4: <clears throat> uh, I think I think this is a big game for the players and the coaches. Um, and for I, Lamar. And for Lamar. I don't know if you guys remember, but we had Dean Pease and the 49ers at Greg Roman in the Super Bowl. It was a big matchup, and and I think I think it would just
0: be big for the coordinators playing against each other and the players, and, and for Lamar since he needs his re- his revenge against since the Charges he kind of got that's where he got all his backlash from saying that he wouldn't last in this league. Yeah, yes. so yeah, that would like
4: like he even said, it, it like it motivates him from that game, and and like the you can't score fourteen offensive points in four quarters, especially not against the Ravens. You know like. Ryan I had a seven had seventy seventy three passing yards in one game. That's that's not good at all, especially if you're gonna play a defense like us. And if we stop Derrick Henry, like we're gonna win the game. And I'm telling you right now, Jalen Ferguson, Jalen Ferguson is gonna have a big game because Derrick Henry loves running out in the on the outside. And the that rookie is gonna have a big game if he tackles him well. I got the Ravens twenty seven to seventeen. I
1: have a little scoring for
2: JP. I don't know. So that's the lowest scoring game you've called all year for the Ravens. But, you know, it's pretty close to where I was thinking, too. Uh, I do think that in the beginning, the rust is not necessarily going to show offensively, but I think it will show defensively because, you know, you sit on a couple of your big defensive guys against the Steelers, and, uh, you know, Henry's going to pound you early. But as you saw with New England, New England actually did a great job of this. They gave up a lot of yards, but, you know, they only gave up 14 points to their offense. So if the Ravens give up 14 points, they're going to score
3: – Thirty points, and, and the thing is, not to, um, sorry to butt in, but um, but the, the thing is about the Ravens and the Patriots, their offense is just so much better than ours. So it's not going to be a question of how e- they're, they're going to score so easily, no, no doubt about it. And, of course, yeah, like you said, if they give up 14 points, it's not going to be a problem because I know their offense is going to go crazy. Yeah.
4: Hmm.
2: So I can see a little bit of a sluggish start in the beginning because I think Tennessee can possess the ball a little bit early on. So I think you're going to see something interesting. If Tennessee wins the toss, I think they take the ball, which you never see anymore. 98% of the time this year, seeing that wins the toss the first. But if I'm Tennessee, I'm taking the ball because I don't want the Ravens going up 7 nothing on me to start yeah. the game and then open the blitz packages. Uh, I take the ball, and I take it down to the field for nine minutes, and I punch it in the end zone if I'm Tennessee. Now, if that happens, we could be looking at a very different game. Um, so I do think the coin toss in this game is significant because if Tennessee wins, I think they take the ball – and they go right after it. And so we'll know what kind of game we're going to have early on if they open with the possession. Well, really, either team opens with the possession. We're going to know what kind of game we have uh, because this Tennessee
4: team is volatile. Can Let's I add real. on that? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think if the Ravens go up 14-0, it's over. 14-0 is over.
3: over. The game is over. <laughs> yeah.
4: Like, so, as you say, if we get possession first, we score, stop them three and out, we score again, it's over. Yep. All the numbers point in Baltimore's direction. I'm taking Baltimore 30, Tennessee 14. So, 49ers, right? 49ers at... Oh, no. The Vikings so
3: are... at 49ers. Yeah. That's the first game of Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sunday night, of course, is Baltimore.
2: Let's recap briefly, just for a second. And Vikings-New Orleans game from last week. Mm-hmm. Now, across the board, all the experts, so-called experts, that we pay attention to, mm-hmm. how many of them... Did what we did last week, which was predict the Drew Brees choke. Zero. Sorry. Right? No one. But we watch, and we probably watch more than some of those guys, I'm going to say. I'm just going to toot our horn a little bit here. We were all over the Drew Brees choke act. Drew Brees now eight and seven in playoff games. And and I'll go so far as to say that Drew Brees is essentially Kirk Cousins with a slightly better looking face and a much better looking public perception. And a super boring. one Super Bowl ring. Yes, one Super Bowl ring. One. In 2006. Which was a long time ago. (laughs) You guys were three. Some of y'all were still in diapers. So with that said, uh, an impressive win from Minnesota. Yeah. Which, when you look at their roster, it's a very talented roster that player for player should be able to compete with San Francisco. But, there's this whole thing about execution.
0: So let's talk about this game. Mm. San Francisco's favored by six and a half, totals 44 and five, 44 and a half. Now, this is a huge stat too since 2003. 49ers are 6'12 and one off a of bye week. Wow. And they're 21 and 32 with a rest advantage. So even with rest and time, they've not shown a winning record and not shown winning overall. Wow. And that they're almost dead even in playoff wins. Uh, five and three, almost. Wow. Minnesota's about the same, but but Minnesota shows more of a winning record after they win a game. But I say for this game, I'm taking San Francisco. I don't. I just. I like Minnesota has talent on defense, but I don't see them stopping George Kittle. I just don't. That's someone. I, that's someone I've seen few teams like. Like the only team I've seen really like slow him down was Baltimore and that took like almost that That literally came the game came down to the wire I mean it was raining like crazy so
1: he wasn't really plus he was get... blocking most of the time yeah yeah
0: literally rain kind of saved us uh-huh. cause I think the game would look a little different
1: I
4: it, mean sure. saved them too the, those those throws that go okay, mm okay, they were gonna be picks uh,
0: but I can't um, wait to play them I just feel like this is the game it's just too much hype over that Saints Vikings game where the PI happened. I mean, but still, it was still an excusable loss by the Saints. Even if that PI happened was that Uh ten-yard penalty? They're at first and their first and goal at the one, at the t- eleven. They don't punch it in. They score for three, and I think Vikings defense is going to come at the three. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, the Saints and, were
2: not going to score again. He yeah. threw another interception at the end of the game. Like um, he likes to so, do in
0: the playoffs, yeah. <laughs> no doubt, Joe Carino. Yeah, just, about the score. Uh. I'm taking San Francisco to to almost blow them out because it's too much hype around Minnesota right now. Uh, San Francisco, thirty one,
3: thirty one fourteen. Um, I I also have San Francisco, but I'm gonna go back to the uh, Saints game just a little bit. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not trying here to disrespect Drew Brees at all. He's one of the top ten quarterbacks of all time in my book, but I'm sorry, but he doesn't perform in the playoffs. He doesn't and. And I know, and, and, I, and I know, I know I picked the Saints to win. I think I think JP was only here to pick the Vikings. So mm-hmm. JP and Mr. Um, Ellis, yeah. So yeah, I'm not here to disrespect Drew B's at all. I think he's top ten quarterback, but he doesn't perform in the playoffs. That being said, I have San Francisco winning. Um, I think I think this is gonna be a close game. I think this is gonna be a really really close game. Just like what Mr. Ellis said, the, these teams match up really good. But I think I think the X factor is gonna be like Emilio said, George Kittle. I don't see any. I don't, I don't see any uh, players on defense stopping George Cable. I know he's gonna go off. This is gonna be a close game. I I have uh, San Francisco winning in overtime, mm-hmm. thirty four to twenty eight. I, I, I got cool. these overtime game. I got Vikings winning this man. I believe in Kirk Cousins.
4: I believe what he can do. 49ers are favored by six. I got the Vikings in overtime win by a field goal, thirty to thirty three.
1: I'm taking the 49ers on this one. One of the very, like, on paper, like Mr. Ellis said, the Vikings should be able to match up for anyone in the league, but one of the very few weak spots, in my opinion, is that offensive line. Um, I remember watching the Packers game. Darius Smith, um, the guys on that D-line, just consistently just Whoop. ate him up. And now he's going against Nick Bosta. Nick Bosta, DeForest Buckner... Um, Eric Armstead, all of those guys on their defensive line. I heard D Ford might come back this week. Yep. I, I don't think it's looking pretty for the Vikings. And they're a
0: top five front seven too. So gonna the so And those like, the Quan hands
1: Alexander's them. back. He's been making plays like oh. he's been out for long. But last season he was flying across the field. Um, if the Vikings can establish a run, maybe they can weather that storm, but I don't know. That pass rush just looks too much. That front seven looks too much. Um I don't really trust Jimmy G, but I'm still going to go with the Vikings. I have the Vikings win this one 21-13. to 13. Like Vikings or Niners? I mean Niners. Oh, I okay. to. Oh, well, so. Yeah, yeah. That's well, an important clarification.
2: Boy, it's a tough game to call. I think this is actually the toughest game of the four, in my opinion, because I do think that you're looking at a Shanahan, okay?
4: Hmm.
2: The same Shanahan who choked in a very big game just a few years ago. That Faison knows a lot about.
3: Yeah. He's the it, offensive coordinator, right, for Atlanta? Yep. Yeah. The guy
2: who's choked a lot
0: as a coach in his career. So,
3: this I is would, I wouldn't
2: interesting count the game.
0: Falcons game. That was a choke all around by the whole team.
2: Yeah. But, again, he was part of it. Yeah, right? Yeah. And sure. if you look at the last couple of games, the Atlanta game, how do you lose at home to Atlanta? Seattle game was way too close. Way too close. And, that's and they got the back in at the end, you know. But they at the same time, at the same time, the Niners' defense is far superior. Um, even though the Vikes have a good red zone D. It, look, if Xavier Rose are 100% healthy, I might even take the Vikings. But you can see in the second half when he, yeah, he was, went down, they deteriorated instantly. That defense they deteriorated. Uh, luckily, they are playing Drew Brees because I think Teddy Bridgewater or Taysom Hill would have beat him in that fourth quarter. Uh, but at the end of the day, you've got to take that San Francisco defense. I like a low-scoring game here as well. <clears throat> I like San Francisco winning 20 to 17, but I think it's 20 to 10 until a garbage touchdown late. So I'm going 20 17. They do not cover, but they win the game and move on. All right, speaking of moving on, we got to pick up our time a little bit here, guys. And I've been having some aside, so I apologize. Um, Let's move on to uh, the next matchup
0: here. Next matchup, we got Houston traveling to Kansas City. Arguably two of the best quarterbacks in their draft class. Arguably two of the best. Uh, Kansas City's favorite by nine and a half. Total's fifty and a half. This game's a toss-up. I mean, I can see this going either way. Cause Kansas City's not too good after a bye. They're ten and ten split since 2003. But they, but they're good. But they're bad in the rest of the They're 23 and 24. One and seven at home in the playoffs whoa. since 1993. Whoa! One Their
2: only win was against seven. the Colts. Whoa! Whoa! That whoa. Yeah. <laughs> did not feel bad. Since yeah. ninety three when Joe Montana beat the Steelers, and I remember that one well. I was your age. Um, <laughs> since that, they've won one and seven at home in playoff games. That, that is, is an astonishing stat.
0: That is horrible. I did not know that. Astonishing stat. I'm gonna take I'ma take Houston. Houston is red hot, mm-hmm. and I don't and Deshaun Watson makes magic. He's to me like the younger version and the A and the AOC version of Russell Wilson. For what sure. he did for that Bills game, for that one play, to get the game-winning field goal. I don't see a lot of quarterbacks doing that. I don't see any quarterbacks doing that. Not even Martin, like Two guys Martin came had, at him. Lamar wouldn't. Broke the tackle and threw it to his running back to go 40 yards down the field to set up a game-winning field goal. Okay. Like, and especially for the amount of stuff that happened in that game, for them to go 16, to to go down by 16 in the game to the Bills, and then to come and to, to bring his way back up. It's just something Russell Wilson would do. And... And Kansas State should be real careful. Although they can get cheap touchdowns because they're explosive offense, should be real careful. If they let this game slip, Deshaun Watson can come back and pull this out. Cause Kansas City don't have the best defense either. So since both don't have good defenses, I would expect this to be near high scoring. It'll come down to how Houston kicked the game winning field goal. I'll take, take Houston thirty to twenty-seven in overtime.
3: Um this is such a toss-up game, just like what Emmanuel said. Because if you look at um, their defenses, I feel like I feel like Houston has slightly better defense than KC. Um, Houston's offensive line is terrible. KC's awful. KC Casey, offensive line is slightly better. Um, the the two X factors going to this game is definitely going to be Deshaun Watson, more, um, not Lamar, Patrick Mahomes. Um, but the thing that's going to come down to the most, what I'm concerned about, um, Houston's defense is their secondary. Who's gonna stop Tyreek Hill? Who's gonna stop Sammy Watkins? Who's gonna stop Nicole Hardman? Those guys are just so, these those guys are dangerously fast. Um I I'm I'm pulling for Houston to win this game cause I, because what Deshaun Watson did last week I, I haven't seen that in a long time. I want them to win, but I'm I'm gonna go Houston with this. And, and I know I know that stat with the low, one for eight was it, one for nine?
2: You said you you're gonna go K C Yeah, I'm gonna okay. go
3: KC's. So, yeah, I think I, I think Mahomes is going to have a good game. I think Tyreek Hill is going to have a good game. This is going to be a really close game as well. I'm also going to pick this in overtime, too. Game-winning field goal, 35 to – no, 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 no. 30 to 27. Same
1: score so, as yeah, me, same bro. score. Okay. <clears throat> um, different. I think that – I'm going with the Texans here. Um, as you guys said, the offensive lines of both teams aren't that good. Um. The key to winning for the Texans is running the ball. That Chiefs run defense is not that good yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, you saw what the backs were able to do, even though like they weren't that productive in the rushing game. Get them in space, and they're no. they're gonna they you're gonna reap the benefits. Um, Deshaun Watson obviously, he's on fire right now. I don't think there's a, I don't think any like Mr. Ellis said, no quarterback in the NFL is making that play. Um, last time they played, Deshaun Watson threw two picks and they still won, and they still won. So when was that? Um, I think
2: was that was week six, seven. Week week seven, I think. Okay. Um. Yeah, because that was when they lost. That's when the Chiefs lost two in a row. They lost the Colts and then they lost to oh, right. right? Tennessee. Yeah. They're both at home, by the way.
1: So I'm taking the Texans in. yeah, I'm in a close one. I have the Texans winning 28 to twenty five. Yeah. I got the I got the
4: Texans winning this one. Wow. <clears throat> I think um, I think the Chiefs will put up a good fight. It'll be a really close game. It'll be a big scoring game. And I think Travis Kelsey will have a good game. Cause, and then um, I got the Texans. Let's just get right to the point. Texans 36-30. To Late touchdown. This is such a
2: tough game to call because of the way the numbers look. Not to mention that KC... Andy Reid... How many times has he choked in a huge playoff game? At the same time, that Houston offensive line is disastrous. Disgusting. And their coach is Bill (laughs) O'Brien. And O'Brien did everything he could to lose that game against Buffalo. Everything he could to lose that game. And Deshaun Watson pulled it out for him. Ah, this is so hard to call. I'm going to take the Chiefs barely. I'm going to say Kansas City just like 21-20. Mm. And it is hard call because, again, I just feel like if, if this is truly the Ravens' season, then you'll see, like I said, I, I, I gave you that format, the format for number one seed success. Six seed win followed by getting to play the four or five in the next round, as the Steelers did in 2010 to get there. Uh, sort of the layup round. Um, But I also think the Ravens are winning the Super Bowl, and so the Steelers did not win the Super Bowl in 2010 when they had two layup rounds. So all that logic applied. I got KC 21-20, and we're going to have one heck of an AFC championship game next week, guys.
0: Final game. We got a constant rematch in the NFC. That's always coming back. Seattle traveling to Green Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Over on this Green Bay is favored by four. Totals 46. Couple numbers. Green Bay's barely over five hundred in the playoffs. They're eleven and ten since two thousand and three. <coughs> they're thirteen and seven after Hold on. They're thirteen and seven after a bye week, including playoffs, and that they're thirty eight and twenty with the rest advantage. So either way I I just I don't trust Green Bay this game. Aaron Rodgers has not played as well as I remember. He doesn't play as well as I know him. Uh, Russell Wilson just does magical stuff, and I don't see Green Bay, do- Green Bay doesn't have enough DBs to cover Seattle's receivers. I'm going to take Seattle in the upset win, 26-20.
3: I'm also going with Seattle, but I feel like um one of the most interesting stats is Russell Wilson's um, record against Green Bay, he's 0-3 at Green Bay. Mm. Um. I, I, but I think, I think he's going to break that record. I think he's going to win at Green Bay. I feel like, I feel like he's going to be the X Factor, him and DK Metcalf. Because what, what DK did last week, oh, my God, he just proved everyone wrong going to the second round. He didn't drop to the second round. I still can't believe that. I knew he was going to be a beast. but Depending on which team he went to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, Very true. I'm, I'm going with Russell Wilson. I'm going with Seattle. I'm going with the upset. I'm going to go with similar, similar with uh, Emmanuel, but I'm going to say 28-20. to I got Seattle
4: winning this game just like Emmanuel Faison. I think Seattle is just a better team overall. Yep. Yep. I mean, I get they have Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. But look who look who the Seahawks have. They got the beast back. They have Russell Wilson, DK, and Tyler Lockett. And a good tight end. So, I, I got the Seahawks. But don't forget, their defense is a little shaky. It's shaky, by but... They get the job done. They play They get the job done. they do what they, have, they need yeah. to do. They have talented players. They don't people. go overboard. They, they just yeah. They just get the job done. They I, bend. I, they don't
1: break. Yeah, I got the Seahawks twenty-seven twenty-four. Um, I'm also going with the Seahawks. <clears throat> I just everyone knows that. I personally think the Packers are one of the most overrated 13-3 teams I've ever Been seen. Um, They've played essentially one playoff team in the whole season, and that was the Vikings. Um, I just think. Point too. And and, yeah, they got and blown and out. They got, I mean, they won against one playoff team. And then they lost to the Eagles as well. They played the Chiefs without Patrick Mahomes, and they almost lost. But I have the Seahawks winning this just because of Russell Wilson, obviously. He does what, like, he never gives up. Like, it doesn't matter how how far a game looks. Um, he never gives up. He's always, like, pushing. So I have the Seattle winning this one, 28-14.
2: Yeah, well, we got a clean sweep here for Seattle. And, and, and I'm going to take a slightly different angle. I'm going to take it for the coaching advantage. I just right, got Pete Carroll, a lot of experience at both levels, college and pro, uh, in big games, winning big games. Uh, I think that came into play last week, uh, even though I think Peterson did a heck of a job to keep the Eagles in that game. But if you notice, it was almost like Carroll was like, conserving the offense a little bit. He wasn't showing all his cards. You know, He was holding back a few things that we're going to see this week, I think. Um, I think this is going to be ugly. I got Seattle thirty-one, Green Bay thirteen. I think Matt wow. Lafleur is going to get embarrassed in this game. Uh, I just, I'm just not, I'm, I'm not impressed with with their record, I'm not impressed. I mean they played the NFC least, okay? So right there, that's garbage, you know, wins that you stack up. They lost to the okay? Eagles. And then, you know, look at uh, you know, look at who they played uh, with their AFC tilt, okay? So they didn't play anybody. Yeah. And so when and it comes good. into a game like this, their defense I think too has shown it's leak I mean look at where the Eagles ran all over them, 'em. You're telling me yeah. Seattle's not gonna attack that and I was also thinking too, Marshawn Lynch now in his third full week back you know, prove that he can carry the load a little bit. Last week, he did just enough, but I think this week they're going to really cut him loose. And uh, yeah, I like Seattle to go to the Super Bowl, uh, win the yep. next two wow. games, uh, but I particularly like them big in this one.
4: Yeah. Just a quick note: Mark Ingham, full
2: practice, practice today. today. Oh wow, that's big news right there. Mm-hmm. Huge news.
0: I don't trust. <laughs>
1: Dress? Dress? i don't think we should play him though yeah or at least like, i, put him I on ma- it
0: don't card. matter i just don't want to see drake with no ravens gear because I I, I I i don't <laughs> like that drake curse whenever you wears yeah, that oh yeah Drews. that's it it's drake, over drake chris is real man he, he said is real.
2: no he didn't yeah oh jeez he, he
4: said happy birthday to lamar and he said trust on his arm oh, and you know what else i don't want him wearing no ravens
3: gear and you know what else is a big curse the mvp curse Two. That's true. Last, last, year, pool, last, last year, Mahomes. Two years ago, yep. Brady. Three yep. years ago, and That's then true. Matt Ryan.
4: All Pro, of course. Hey, I'm just saying. Every, uh, whoever made the All Pro QB as number one, they they never went. They went. They didn't go to the Super Bowl. That's crazy. <sighs> man, these curses are real. <laughs> but I don't Curse think I don't real. think it'll happen to us because we're just big trust. <laughs> I I just I just feel like I
2: mean everything is in many many years of watching football. You feel the arc of a season, and I just can't see this season not going the way for the Ravens. Um, I see a rematch with Seattle in the Super Bowl, and I see that work starting this week. Uh, So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks, everybody, again, for tuning in. And uh, we hope you enjoy the podcast, and we'll see who looks like fools (laughs) when we get together next week. Uh, Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye.